even if I got second, um, it's always good to remind that every race, even with a, that ends even with a good result, is always hard, and you have to dig deep and to suffer. And uh, when you're there, you always wonder if you're gonna make it or not. You there are moments when you actually want to quit. Uh, there, there are moments when you really struggle, but then, you know, it was just one of those days that I managed to hold it all together and, uh, stay confident, ex execute my plan. Because after all, I think every race, at least every big race has plan, a design behind. Hi everyone, how are you doing? Welcome or welcome back to Running Long, the podcast brought to you by Bert Run. My name is Francesco and today we're here with the trail running review of the month for October and actually the first part of November of 2022. I've actually just got back from the World Mountain and Trail Running Championship in Thailand, which were held in the Chiang Mai from the 4th to the 6th of November 2022, of course. It was the first edition of the Unified Mountain and Trail Running Championship, which were historically held in uh, different events until 2019. 2019 was the, the last edition of the World Mountain Running Championship, which was in uh, Villa Langostura in uh, Patagonia in Argentina, where I actually ran the long distance mountain race and uh, the World Trail Running Championship instead were held in Portugal uh, in uh, June of 2019 and I also took part in that race and got fourth. That race was won by John Albon and Blandi Lirondel. But um, then of course the pandemic came so basically for three years uh, any kind of major world championship stopped. Of course, there was always the chance to race in private series and circuits and independent races. But uh, the federal, the activity that is put on by federation was basically stopped. So this was uh, actually a great addition of this, uh, this championship, a, a new one with uh, probably a lot more attention, investments, media coverage and uh, and also athletes because we were I think we were almost 900 athletes across um, basically two dis disciplines of mountain running that are basically the short races so there was an uphill race kind of like a VK but a little longer and an up and down mountain race of uh, around 10k so that would be six six and a half miles and the trail races were the long and the short trail the short trail which was my event was 40k with uh, 2500 meters of elevation gain and the long trail race was 78k with 4500 meters of elevation gain and the trail race races were both held on sunday while the the vk was held on the Friday, so the first day of the championship, and the 
up and down races and also the junior races which were also up and down were on the Sunday. So this is basically to describe how the world championship works. 900 athletes, about 50 countries uh, taking part in this championship, which is a pretty good number for what's historically been the scene um, in trail running. So it was great also to see um, a few a few different countries, uh, for example, from Southeast Asia that historically have never competed in major championship, but it was a good chance for them to, to show up and race. They actually did great. They have some really good athletes. Um, and yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And uh, I'm so glad that I got to live this experience. It's always uh, a nice chance also to, to discover a new country, uh, to experience a new culture, to meet other people, other great athletes, and uh, of course, to compete. My race went uh, really, really well, and uh, I'm gonna talk about it here in a second. Uh, but first, um, I would like to reflect a little bit on what my season has been, now that basically I'm in the off season. It's been tough because if you know me, uh, you also know about my struggles. Um, I actually broke my elbow twice this year. I had three surgeries. I had another major injury um, around my hip at the beginning of the season, which prevented me from running and training for, for a long, long time. I also really struggled mentally because I was out for such a long time. And um, with so many things going on, it was just really hard to feel like I was in control of the situation and many times it felt like I was out of control actually. I learned to let it go, I learned to appreciate myself for what I can give, for who I am and uh, it's just been another great process of discovery and um, another chance to get to know myself better which I think is invaluable. Um, it's It was another good opportunity for me to grow as an athlete but first as a person and uh, I probably couldn't think um, about a better way to to close off my year with um, with this championship it was it was such a great opportunity and I'm so glad that I I ran in Thailand but first um, let's get to the results I'm gonna start with the World Mental Running Championship uphill race uh, the men's race was won by Patrick Kipengeno from Kenya. He's been just so dominant and uh, unbeatable this year over the short distance mountain races. Uh, Patrick, of course, has dominated the World Mountain Running Cup uh, this year. He's won many great classics. He finished second in Cercinal. That is the only race that he lost this year. So it was of course the favorite and he won by a great margin because it was 93 seconds better than the second place uh Filmon Kiriago also from Kenya and in third place it was a surprise finish by Alejandro Garcia from Spain in just a little under 50 minutes in the women's race it was a little bit of a surprise from my perspective because uh Ali McLaughlin from USA um, kept Andrea Meyer from Austria away from what would have been a seventh world crown. That's incredible. It's, it's even more incredible if we think that 
Ali was racing in Madeira in the Golden Turtle Series final just a week before the World Champs. And uh, she actually managed to travel and to recover from the races in just less than one week and to crush this uh, World Championship race. She won in uh, 55 minutes, 15 seconds for the 8.9 kilometer course with 1000 meters of elevation gain. Andrea Meyer, the legend, was second in 55.41, and Maud Matisse from Switzerland was third in uh, 56 minutes. Maud, uh, we've talked about her um, this year. She's been battling injuries. Um, she had a, an impressive season considering how little she's able she's been able to train uh, because basically until. September, October, she was only able to run two or three times a week and the rest of her training, she was doing it on the bike. So it's pretty impressive. The race was actually pretty runnable in some sections and really steep in some parts. So it got a little bit of everything. It was, of course, non-technical, but uh, there were some really steep sections. The... Um, Okay, so if you don't know how this works, in the championship there is the individual competition and there is also the team competition. In the men's it was won by Italy and in the women it was won by USA. The second day of the championship it was the start of the 80k trail race. Uh, Adam Peterman, that is still undefeated in ultramarathon race, won by a great margin he finished in 7 hour 15 minutes this 78k with 4500 meters elevation gain course uh finishing ahead of nicolas martin from france and our andreas writer from italy we were really happy in team italy because it was the first time um an athlete managed to win a medal in a long race uh, italy historically has been really strong in the shorter distances but um, not as good in the long distances. So it was pretty historic medal for us as a, as a team. In the women's race, Blanc de Leondel dominated the race. Uh, she's this year CCC winner and course record holder. She was the pre-race favorite, just like Adam, and she crushed it in 8 hour 22 minutes. She was also uh, the 2019 Trail World Championship winner so two in a row for her second place was Ida Nielsen from Sweden it was great to see her back uh, in such a strong format it has been battling injuries for a few years now um, of course she was a great great runner until maybe 2018 the last her last really good season and uh, this year she's managed to come back with to come back with such a strong performance uh, in this race. She finished 12 minutes behind Blondine. Uh, Gemma Arenas from Spain ran 8 hour 46 minutes to take third place. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about the race that I ran, that is the 40k short trail race. It was actually 38k with uh, 2450 meters of elevation gain, that is around 8000 feet. Uh, first, the result. Uh, Stian Angermund from Norway won in 3 hour and 8 minutes, finishing 2.5 minutes in front of me. I was able to grab uh, the silver medal. 
and finish in front of John Albon from UK who finished uh, a little bit over a minute back from me in three hour three hour 13 minutes sorry Italy was the first place men's team in the women's race Denisa Dragomir finally won this championship she has been trying for many many years to win this competition she has finished on the podium in the past but never managed to win she closed in 3 hours 49 minutes edging off Barbara Mar Makurova from Czech Republic and a surprise 20 year old Emilia Brangefeld that finished third in uh, 3 hours and 54 minutes Spain won the women's team competition. So about my race, it was um, it was really hard, first of all. Um, even if I got second, um, it's always good to remind that every race, even with a, that ends even with a good result is always hard. And you have to dig deep and to suffer. And uh, when you're there, you always wonder if you're gonna make it or not. You There are moments when you actually wanna quit. Uh, there, there are moments when you really struggle, but then, you know, it was just one of those days that I managed to hold it all together and uh, stay confident, ex execute my plan, because after all, I think every race, at least every big race, has a plan, a design behind um, I think the days before the race, I was trying to imagine or dream how I would have liked to run. Uh, for example, stay in the front group on the first climb, but at the same time, try not to spend too much energy. And then, you know, once at the top, get some water, get some food at the refreshment and take it a little bit easy on the downhill, like just save as much energy as you can. And then get to the second big climb of the course. The course was basically two main climbs with two main downhills. And on the last downhills, there were two shorter climbs. One, it was about 100 meters of elevation gain. And the second one was a little longer, about 250 meters of elevation gain um, after more than 30 kilometers. So the goal was to save energy for the second part of the race and uh, stay in control in the first one, but at the same time, try to stay also in front of the race. And uh, I think I ran really well and I managed to save a lot of energy on the first climb because I was feeling really good. I was feeling in control. Then the first moment of struggle came in the first downhill. We were running really fast with uh, Stian, John, Alban and Max King. And uh, I'm not the best runner in the downhill, thought it was non-technical, like really fast and uh, not really technical. We got to the refreshment at kilometer 19, so about halfway through the race. Um, I grabbed my bottle. I had a little bit of a hard time opening it, but I managed to, to do it with my teeth. <laughs> so I drank water. I lost a little bit of ground on uh, Stian. Uh, John and Max. Stian went in front and really pushed the pace. He made a strong move uh, at the beginning of the second climb and, um, and he went in front. Um, I tried to reset myself and just stay in control, stay relaxed and, uh, and then I chased uh, Max and John 
on the second climb and I told myself, okay, it's now or never. You need to push as hard as you can. Uh, if you're going to be on the podium of this race, this is your moment. So I did that. Uh, I pushed really hard. At the end of the second climb, I had a one minute gap on Stian, but I built a two minute gap on uh, John and Max King from USA. So of course I didn't know that uh, at the top of the climb, but um, I knew that I was, well, I was finally grateful that uh, it was time for the downhill. So I grabbed another bottle and some gels at a refreshment point and got myself ready for the downhill. I was feeling okay at that point, even if the downhill was really long and really, really tough, especially the the two little climbs after more than 30 kilometers, that those really hurt. Um, but yeah, I told myself, okay, you need to stay concentrated, stay focused, uh, not make a mistake, uh, just dig as deep as you can. It was, it was hard, but... Uh, you know, by the time I got to the final road section, that was the last mile approximately, so the last one and a half K, I knew I had made it. And uh, crossing the finish line was such a good relief, such a sense of uh, liberation after all the struggles, all the dark moments, all the, yeah, all the pain that I experienced. I think I managed to channel all that energy into this race so it felt it felt really good sorry that this section took a little bit longer than expected but i wanted to share a little bit how i felt during this race and how this race played out i hope you found it interesting but let's now go ahead with the rest of the results from this world mountain and trail running championship talent 2022 the sunday was the turn of the up and down mountain race. So it was about 11K with 500 meters of elevation gain with the, of course, the uphill and then the downhill. Team Uganda dominated, taking four of the top five men's finishes and two of the top women's finishes. The world champions are Samuel Kibet and Rebecca Cheptegay. They're, of course, uh, also roadrunners, um, they train in altitude in uh, Kapchorwa, that is pretty much where Joshua Cheptegay trains. Uh, they're of course very fast runners, they're also used to the hills because Kapchorwa is really hilly and uh, for sure they're not scared to run on trails even if it may not be their main event. In second place it was again Patrick Kipungeno from uh, Kenya, he managed to recover pretty well from the uphill race, finishing second, just uh, I think 10 seconds behind uh, the winner. And in third place, Timothy Toroitich from uh, Uganda. On the women's side, uh, the second place was Anna Chilagat, also from Uganda. And in third place, the uphill race winner, Ali McLovin, double back for third place in 48 minutes 31 seconds wow what a weekend for for ali such an impressive uh finish to her season and i think this was by far the best year of her career so we're gonna jump 
straight to the Golden Turret World Series Final in Madeira, Portugal. That was held from the 26th to the 31st of October 2022. It was a stage race held over five days to end the 2022 Golden Trail World Series. So, um, Ali did great. She didn't take part in all the races because runners didn't have to take part in every stage in order to... Um, in the ranking she she chose to compete in the first in the third and in the final day which i think was a very very wise decision because she actually managed to win um two of the stages the first one and the last one and uh on the third day which was actually a time trial she finished second so wow what an impressive run by by ali of course as you can imagine the rest of the stages were won by ninka brinkman uh team nike trails from the netherlands uh, of course she's been dominating this golden troll series in 2022 with three wins in uh, the gamma pikes peak ascent and flagstaff sky peaks and in the middle she put a uh, third place finish at the European Marathon Championship to make things easier. <laughs> wow, what a season for Ninka. She definitely deserved this Golden Tour War Series win. Uh, Sofia Lockley was another big protagonist of, uh, of this, uh, this final and of the whole series. She's been um, you know, a new discovery for the world of trail running uh, this season. She is a cross-country skier. She's been racing really strong and consistently um, since Strand of York Trail Race in Norway, which she won in July. She also did really, really well uh, in this final in Madeira. And she managed to be on the podium of this uh, Golden Trail World Series. In the men's, it was, uh, of course, Remy Bonnet dominating um, basically all the stages except from the third one which was won by Aluzina Lazawi but the third one was actually as I told you the time trial it was a shorter one about uh, 24 to 25 minutes of running for the top finishers um, the other stages were between 20 and 30 kilometers I believe so um, I think Remy it really showed just how strong he is this year. He ran so well in Pikes Peak Ascent and Flagstaff Sky Peaks. He absolutely dominated both races, races especially in Flagstaff. And um, also here in Madeira, I think he pretty much did what he wanted. He was uh, on another level. And it um, deserved to be the overall winner of the stage, of the, sorry, of the series. In second place, Aluzina Lazawi, and in third place, a super, super consistent Thibaut Baronian, who is always in the top positions, and it is a disappoint uh, even in this final. Third place among the women was uh, Sarah Alonso, Team Salmon, Spain. Fourth place, Elise Ponce from France, and fifth place, Billy Kowalczyk, Team Salomon from USA. While in the men's, the top five was rounded off by Rui Weda from Japan, Team Red Bull, and Ellie Hemming 
from USA. What a season, what a final for Ellie. So that's a wrap for the 2022 Golden Trail World Series. I'm excited to see what the 2023 will bring. It's always a very interesting uh, series with uh, such a high level and so many good races. I think the idea for next year is to keep three of the original races of the series that are, of course, very established and famous races like the Gamma, uh, Mont Blanc Marathon or Sears in Al, for example, and include three new races to you know, help them grow and expand in different countries and continents. So we will see and I'll keep you guys updated. October was also the final stage of the World Mountain Running Cup, the short distance uh, series of races organized by the World Mountain Running Association. The last stage was held in Italy at the really probably one of the most famous VKs in the world, Chiavenna Lagunge. Um, that is basically the fastest vertical kilometer in the world that is ran without the help of poles because actually the record is held in fully and uh, the men's record I think it's 2847 by Philippe Goch from Italy actually Remy Bonnet I think it was uh, just before flying to the USA for the two stages of the Golden Trail World Series he posted on Instagram a story that he ran I think it was 2851 on the segment for fully VK, that is pretty amazing. Uh, but Kevenna is run without the help of poles, and it's actually where the best performances with of on a VK without poles have been run so far. The men's record is uh, 30 31 by Bernard de Matteis, and the women's record is. 35-40 by Andrea Meyer from Austria. This year, the race, which was the final for the World Mountain Running Cup, was won by Jacob Atkin from uh, UK. That was a bit of a surprise, even if uh, we, of course, we don't question Jacob's talent. He was European Mountain Running Champion in 2019, but he's had a rough year, especially um, because he struggled to recover after COVID. He probably had long COVID, he had a series of uh, disappointing performances, so I was really glad to see him running strong uh, on this race. Matteo Dallin, the ski mountaineer um, and really, really good uphill athlete, was second. And Ari Amuno was uh, third. Ari is uh, last year um, winner of the World Mountain Running Cup. In the women's race, Andrea Mayer from Austria won although she was about one minute far from her own world record. Scout Atkin from UK was second. She is uh, Jacob's sister. She ran uh, 38.55, so over two minutes back from Andrea, and that shows just how strong she is on this type of terrain. And Elisa Sortini from Italy followed in third place in 39 minutes flat. So let's take a look at the final results of the Valtier or Mountain Running Cup 2022. The women's ranking is dominated by Joyce Mutoni Njeru, who won most of the races. Um, second place, Andrea Meyer from Austria. Third place, 
the former World Mountain Running Champion from Kenya, Lucy Wambui Murigi. In fourth place, a very strong Camilla Magliano from Italy. And in fifth place, Monica Madalina Florea from Romania. In the men's race, of course, you know it. The first place goes to Patrick Kipgeno. He had already won uh, the, the overall ranking of the World Mountain Running Cup before the final, of course. He's won, I think, seven stages of this year Board Mountain Running Cup. And um, wow, what a great discovery for the sport of mountain running. Second place, Philemon Kiriago, also from Kenya. In third place, a really, really competitive and strong Zakana from Ireland. Fourth place for Petro Mamu from Eritrea. And in fifth place, Robert Loic from France. Um, he's had a few really, really good races at the end of the season, including a win uh, at Camfranc Camfranc Sky Race and at Skyrun. Okay, so that's a wrap for the two main series of uh, short distance mountain running and trail running for 2022. I think it's been really exciting to follow the different circuits. After you know two years that have been really affected by the pandemic, this year everything was pretty much normal. Uh, it was great to see the level of each series grow, more athletes, uh, more brands, more media coming to the races and investing in the sport. So that's an exciting moment to to be competing in this series. Let's now take a look at a few other races. Of course, the month of October was not short of exciting competitions. Let's start from the first weekend of October with Ultra Pirineo in Baga, Spain, in the Pyrenees. There was a 100k race that was won by Nuria Picas from Spain, just ahead of Claudia Trams, also from Spain, with uh, Varvara Shikarnova from Russia in third place. The men's race was uh, really exciting and only in the last 10k Miguel Heras managed to edge out Dmitry Mityayev, Team Adidas Terex from Russia. Pau Capel from Spain was third in uh, 10 hour 43 minutes. Dylan Bowman was also racing after a big pause um, in his uh, competitions. Of course, he's been dedicating to other things, including his business, Free Trail, and uh, he actually had a son, so congrats to Dylan. He was 7th in 11 hours, 24 minutes. In the 42k, there was a really high level with uh, Esther Chesang, the winner of Cerzinal, taking the first place, Nuria Gil from uh, Spain, Team Asics in second place, and Emily Forsberg in third, just uh, a few minutes in front of Ida Nielsen from Sweden and Gemma Arenas from Spain. Both of them raced at the World Trail Running Championship this past month. In the men's race, Robert Kemoy, he also competed in the Golden Trail World Series final, finishing sixth, won in uh, 3 hour 37, finishing ahead of Daniel Castillo and Victor Del Aguilla. On the same weekend, uh, there was also Smarnagora race. It's a very historic mountain race in Slovenia. It's about 10k with 710 
meters of elevation gain and the finish is uphill so the race is actually up and down but it's got more climb than downhill the winner among the women was Andrea Meyer for the seventh time and the, the men's race was won by the local Timotei Bekun. The second weekend of October was probably the first weekend since uh, the spring of this year that was relatively more relaxed in terms of the results because there was always so many things going on in our sport. There was actually the Moab 240 miler in Moab, Utah, a place that I visited this year and that I absolutely love. It's such a great playground for us trail runners. So many good trails, so many exciting things to do outdoor in Moab. Um, the race was won by Jeff Browning in two days, nine hour and 32 minutes among the men's and uh, Alicia Clark among the women with three days, one hour and 13 minutes. Wow. Even if this is a, you know, a whole different sport from what I do, I completely respect people who run such long distances. And I'm always interested in, in learning how they manage their races, their adventures, their struggle, their nutrition. And I think it's just so interesting that our sport is so diverse and um, there is room for everyone. The third week of October, um, I can tell that there was a rare appearance of Anton Krupicka. He's been racing not very much over the past few years. Of course, he had some serious injuries, but uh, it was great to see him um, taking the win at the Claw Hammer Mountain 50K in North Carolina uh, with Haley Moore who was the winner among the women. On the same weekend, there was also the Limone Extreme Sky Race in Italy on uh, Lake Garda, a race that historically was the final of the Sky Running World Series. Uh, and in the past few years, it's got a little less attention. Part of it is because the Sky Running Circuit has, um, has fallen a little bit behind, I think. Uh, with less investment and less attention by the media and by the athletes. But nonetheless, I think this remains a really tough and uh, very scenic sky race. It was won by Roberto De Lorenzi from uh, Switzerland and by Fabiola Conti from Italy. The fourth weekend of October was probably one of the most busy and uh, exciting of the month with uh, the Diagonal de Fou on Réunion Island in France in the Indian Ocean. The Diagonal de Fou is uh, an, basically an, an island traverse of uh, a little bit over 100 miles with 31,000 feet of elevation gain. And this is probably why it's called Diagonal de Fou, which means uh, the crossing of the crazy people. <laughs> the men's race was won by Benya Marmisol from France with Jean-Philippe Chumi from Switzerland in second place. 23 hours, 14 minutes to 23 hours, 20 minutes. So only six minutes back for the second place finisher. Ben Dima was third in 24 hours and 20 minutes.
in the women's race, Courtney the Walter absolutely crushed it. Um, I think she's one of the very, very few athletes to have ever won Diagonal de Fou, Hard Rock, UTMB, and uh, Western States. So probably the four most famous 100-mile race on the planet. She won in uh, 24 hour 37. That is a new course record by almost two hours and is about four hours faster than the second place finisher and Liz Rosset from France. She finished in 28 hours 58 minutes and third place finisher Anna Carson from Sweden. On the same weekend, we also have the Grand Trail de Templier. It's a very, very fast, very exciting race that is held in France. It's called Festival de Templier. It's a five-day event with over 10,000 participants in the different races. So a huge race, probably, probably about as big as UTMB. The main race is the 80K or 50 mile with 3,500 meters of elevation gain. And uh, last year it was won by John Albon from UK. This year, of course, he was signed up to the World Tour Running Champs when he, where he finished third. The crown went to Jim Walmsley, who ran in uh, 6 hour 56 to place first. In second place, Sebastian Speller from France. And in third, Mathieu Simon in uh, 7 hour and 19 minutes. It's worth noting that uh, Jim's time is 24 minutes slower than Alban's time in 2021. So a little bit slower. Um, and that also shows how strong John is. In the women's race, Camille Brujas managed to edge out the 2021 winner Ruth Croft from New Zealand, team Adidas Terex. She finished in 8 hour 23 minutes with Croft in second place in 8 hour 33. Uh, while in third place, it was Oana Milhasia from Romania. Very busy weekend because it was also the weekend of Transvolcania by UTMB in the Canary Island. Um, the biggest race was the 75k or 46 mile race with 4,700 meters of elevation gain. The race is typically um, held in June, but this year it's shifted to October. In the men's race, Petter Engdahl absolutely dominated the field and set a new course record. It's incredible how strong Petter has been running this year with um, his win and course record at CCC back in August. He's the first man to ever run CCC under 10 hours. He set a new record in this uh, in this race with uh, 7 hour and 10 minute and he was 32 minutes better than second place finisher Miguel Heros uh, who actually had a really short recovery from Ultra Pirineo and uh, a pretty strong run finishing second in 7 hour 42. Christopher Clemente from Spain was third in 7 hour 45. The women's race was won by the 2022 CCC third place finisher Abby Hall, Team Adidas Terex from USA, in 8 hour 29 minutes, with Inbil Kaspersen, also Team Adidas Terex, 
finishing second in 8 hour 47 and Jessica Tippen from Ecuador in third place. Finally, the last weekend of uh, October, Halloween, of course, it was time for the Javelina 100 mile in uh, Fountain Hills, Arizona. It's uh, an Arvipa running event. It's a uh, multi-lap and uh, it's a really fast 100 mile course. This was the race 20th anniversary. The women's race was won by Devon Yanko, finishing in 14 hour 36. That is the race second fastest time ever. And uh, 60 minutes better than what she ran in 2015 when she also won the race. Nicole Bitter was second in uh, 15 hour and 16 minutes with Casey Lichtig in third in 15 hour and 40 minutes. The men's race was also very exciting. Dakota Jones, Team Normal from United States, went 12 hour 58 minutes for the win. That was the second 100 mile race for Dakota this year. He also finished Hard Rock 100 mile in third place. And this performance was also a new course record, three minutes better than what Patrick Regan ran in 2017. Jonathan Rea was second in uh, 13 hours and three minutes, and Arlen Gleek was third in 13 hours 25 minutes. Wow, what a run. It was also a lot of fun to see pictures and video from Arvipa from the race because many, many people are dressed in Halloween costumes. So it's a lot of fun. It's actually a huge party. Of course, the race is pretty competitive, but it's also got this really, really fun uh, look and appearance. The last couple of races that I'm going to talk about are Puerto Vallarta, Mexico by UTMB in Puerto Vallarta. And I'm going to talk about this race because our beloved premium athlete that I coached, Kurtu Palo from USA, actually placed third, which was a huge achievement for Kurtu. And she actually earned a ticket and entry for 2023 UTMB. So, wow, we were both so, so happy. What a way to finish her season. Kurtu made her debut in the 100 mile distance this year in um, Bryce Canyon 100 miler in June. She managed to recover really well. We met in Flagstaff in Arizona where I was there for the Golden Tour Series race and uh, we got a chance to meet because she was also running the, the 50K race in preparation for Puerto Vallarta 100 mile. Wow, what a year it's been for, for her and uh, all of us at Vert were so proud of her. The race was actually won by Genevieve Harrison from USA in uh, 35 hour 26 with Catch Bradley in second place, also from USA. Um, just a note, all the UTMB races, uh, the top three places earn an entry for the following year UTMB. So it's the only way to get into the race to actually run a similar distance on a race that is organized by UTMB. In the men's race, uh, Dave, Dave Stevens from Canada edged John Barrera from Colombia uh, for the men's win. 
the pair finished in 23 hour 45 and 23 hour 52 with Jeff Mogavero from USA in third place in 20 hour 2 minutes. The final race that I want to mention is the Ultra Trail of Australia by UTMB, probably one of the biggest races in the Southern Hemisphere. It's run through the Blue Mountains in Australia and the main event is the 100km race. In the, woman, in the women's field, the champion was Anna McKenna from Australia with Erica Laurie in second place and Naomi Brand from South Africa in third place. The men's winner was Rhys Edward in 8 hours and 10 minutes. He is also a 214 marathon runner that is recently ran in the Melbourne Marathon. Wow, what a fast athlete. Scotty Auker from New Zealand was second in 8 hours 18 minutes and Sam McCutcheon from New Zealand was third. So this was my recap for the races of the month of uh, October and also a little bit of November because I talked about the World Trail Amount Running Championship uh, that was just held in Chiang Mai, Thailand. The next edition of the World Mountain and Trail Running Championship is going to be in 2023 in Innsbruck, Austria in June. So you probably wonder why uh, these two championships are so close, uh, just seven months apart from each other. But it's actually because this um, last World Championship in Thailand was supposed to be last year, but it was actually moved, postponed by one year because of the pandemic, of course. The pandemic um, is still really, really present in Asia. People, people wear masks uh, indoor and outdoors basically at all times. So the perception that people have of the pandemic is different from what we have as Europeans, as uh, Americans probably. Um, we're pretty much all vaccinated. I don't know about the vaccination rates um, in Asia, but it looks like the, the situation is a little bit different. So this was probably the main reason for the postponement of the championship. Okay, let's talk a little bit about podcasts. I think we had some really interesting interviews this month. Uh, I started with Kurtu, Kurtu Palo, our athlete. Uh, we actually recorded a podcast where we talked about uh, her experience with Vert, her training, her expectation for Puerto Vallarta by UTMB. So that was a pretty inspiring episode, I think. I spoke to Andreu Blanes, the winner of Sierra 2022. Actually, the winner after Mark Kangogo was disqualified for doping. So that is a very, very interesting episode if you want to know more about this great athlete who also finished in sixth place at the up and down world mental running championship he was the first european athlete uh had a really really great run he was probably the only athlete who was able to stay close to the africans so keep an eye on andreu i also recorded a very interesting podcast with Albert Joquera. He's a journalist, author, community manager and runner uh, from Spain. 
is one of the voices from the sport that probably has the bigger perspective on the sport as a whole, on the athletes, on everything that is going on inside trail running. And I think it's, gen- it's done so much for the sport. So always a good um, a good perspective if you care about uh, um, storytelling, athletes, um, the future of a sport. And then I recorded two interesting episodes, one with Anders Kervik, um, one of the best downhiller in the Golden Trail series circuits. So if you're looking for downhill tips, please listen to this great episode. And another one with uh, Jean-Marche Schichtens. Uh, he's a runner from Switzerland. He actually placed second in this year Labrador Ultra Trail. And um, I think he's very interesting in the way uh, it trains and he also shares about the insight that he gets about his own training. He's very into technology and uh, experimenting different training philosophies and um, and techniques. So if you're looking for something inspiring and maybe you want to learn something about training, that is a good episode to listen to. I also want to mention another very interesting podcast that I've listened to from the Single Track podcast. It's with Tyler Clements, that is the founder of Servier Sports Management, and it's called Should Professional Trail Runners Have an Agent? And uh, I think it's got a great perspective on the elite side, uh, the sponsorships, the collaboration that elite athletes have. So. If you want to know more more about uh, this side, which of course for me is very interesting, that is a great episode that I strongly suggest. Okay, I think I've got to the end of this uh, training review. My plan for the next three, four months, so over the winter, is to try to share a little bit more about interesting articles um, podcasts and information about trail running and training because I think the winter we have more time to to sit down and relax with a book with uh, something to read maybe at night after dinner so it's a good time to to learn something that maybe can help you with your training and uh, your you know your own experience on the trails so I hope you you appreciated this episode If you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, please reach out to me or to any of us at VERT. We always answer on social media or via email, or you can leave comments to the podcast. We always appreciate if you share the episode, of course, and uh, if you let us know which one you like or which which type of episodes you want to hear more. So thank you again for listening. And as always, enjoy the trails or wherever you are. Bye-bye.